You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. As most of you know, if you haven't been living under a rock, we've been doing relationship series this month, and this is the very last Wednesday, and we get to have these amazing couples represented here. So we have three couples um, who all, I believe, go to LifePoint, yes, or the Elevation Church. Yes, so this should be really fun. We're going to run through a couple of questions. And my name is Timoni, and just a bit of background about myself. So when I was younger, people who didn't know better used to call me lazy. And that's because I was always looking for the fastest way to do everything. Um, and so for me, this is really fun because I'm single, not married, never been married. Um, so it's really nice to moderate this panel where we're discussing what they wish they knew before they got married because it means that hopefully I'll be getting some tips on uh, uh, maybe not how to get married quickly, but how to at least do, the <laughs> do, do it the right way. So this should be really exciting. Okay, so just to start off very quickly, I mean, everyone loves a good love story, as I do, I hope. And if you don't, well, I'm moderating this, so you just have to listen to the love <laughs> stories. So if we could just go around very quickly. Um, I'm going to put the men on the spot first. So could you please just summarize your love story very quickly in two sentences or three sentences? Exactly, the real one. Like, like how we met or? Um, how you met, you know, how things evolved from just meeting and then when or why you popped the question. Yeah. Okay, um, good evening all. Um, <laughs> should I tell the real story? The real story. I, w I was on a trip to America and I was standing there at a friend's graduation party. And, and I, I, I went for a graduation party in America, and she came for the same party, and then um, she, re she recognized me. She, she recognized me because she knew my, my, my brother, and she came to talk to me. And, um, you know, I lived in England, and I fancied myself as the sharpest guy in the room that night because, you know, I didn't know how many people know Salvo Row or German Street here. My suit was, you know. <laughs> so, so, I mean, you, you know how Americans dress, right? Uh, everything big, baggy, and whatnot. <laughs> so I was like, so like, okay. That, you know, from across the Atlantic, she, she's feeling the, 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 the <laughs> you know. Then, obviously, I turned around to talk to her and whatnot, and then she started, um, Whatever, man. She even came to introduce one of her friends to me. Because the person actually likes you. <laughs> she came to introduce one of her friends to me, and I said, no problem. Next day, I called her, oh, let's do dinner. She said, oh, she is busy. I said, ah, no problem. Then one of my friends that worked at the car I had airport called me and said, oh, that chick you're talking to yesterday, she got on a flight. I'm like, ah, busy. I called her, I'm like, you said you're busy. She said, yes, busy. On a flight, she said, how do you know? I said, don't worry. Where, <laughs> you know, I'm all over the place. Then she's going to see her boyfriend. I'm like, ah, okay, oh, save Johnny. I used to call her a lot. After that, she used to like, oh, I'm talking to my daddy, I'm talking to my mom. <laughs> at one point, I said, I, I, at, 
No, literally, 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 literally. Every time I'm talking to my on my phone to my dad, with my mom. I was in America for like six months working. I'm on the phone to my mom or my dad. I'm like, ah, what the hell? Like, your father will marry you. I told her, are you going to marry your dad? Then she came to England for a work interview. She came to my house. Um, no, she needed yeah. to print a CV. I was the only one she knew in England. Printed and whatnot. No like business book. center. No. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she printed, she left. Tried to see her the next day. She was still acting funny. Then I left her at that. I kept calling over time, calling, calling over time. I kept calling. I just kept calling her and, just, and whatnot. And she, she was always on the phone to her dad or her mom. I don't know what they're talking about at odd hours, but whatever. Daddy and mommy, constant. I was in America again. She came to pick me up at the airport in DC traffic, DC Virginia traffic, Friday, 2 p.m. Now, people don't get in traffic on Fridays at 2 p.m. Like, oh, she's just been nice. I was like, no shaking. Nice girl. Thank you. I was leaving. She dropped me off at the airport. Nice girl. Thank you. Go back to England. Kept calling her. I'm on the phone with my daddy and my mommy. <laughs> I'm talking to my parents. Yes. Story one, one after the other. Then she moved back to Nigeria, still in England. And then uh, um, she, one day I said, Oh, come. That's Alpha now. That's me. Yeah, I like you. That was, what's popping? She said, eh, Let's see how it goes. I said, See how what goes. <laughs> said, you have to say the word. Do you like me or not? From when she, she hung up. She called Next, her mommy and her daddy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. I kept asking her during the weekend. At some point, she was like, Yes, yes. Through like, like what, someone was forcing her. Like, what, what, what's your problem now? <laughs> All these months, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I mean, obviously after that, she was in Nigeria. I was in London, and I moved back to Nigeria. And you know, um, I'd said that for me, as soon as I see or spot someone that was a decent individual, right? And all this while, I'd met her mom, some of her friends, siblings, and whatnot. You know, so th th those are things for me. You know, I look at people, the family, and how they interact and relate to each other. So those are the things that did it for me as well. And um, I th she, she, was, she was turning 25. She came to England again to do birthday shopping. I was the only guy that knew where they sell everything. Showed up. <laughs> You know, I was always there for her, essentially. And when I, after a while, it was now a thing of, you know, okay, I like this girl. I'm falling in love with her. Do I still stay in England here? I'll plan to move home anyway. But just so that, <laughs> just so that they won't start asking what's the way forward or what's the plan, I, I, I moved them anyway. Just so that, just mark her close. So that we're talking to our mommy and our daddy together. Together. <laughs> you know? So from there we progressed and um, you know, fell in love with her. Spoke to her parents. She met my mom. In fact, she had met my mom before she met me. You know, through some random means in America then. So I think she loved my mom then. So I think she was, you know, walking her way up or down the the, the food chain. But for me, uh, one of the things that convinced me about her was like she's actually a decent, very very decent human being, and she has you know that a, a very very huge spirit of empathy. She can be, um, <coughs> she can be unemotional, <laughs> but deep down, it's there. So I'm not sure what it is. You have to, this you is know, not my real face. Eh? Yeah? 
You know, for, for me, you know, you have to, I think she likes uh, that constant, you know, me being there, con you know, she likes, she likes things to be constant, and that was the thing that I, I think did it for her. So once you see that you're constant, then she lets down her guard, but outside of that, she's like, I don't know. Focus. That's the story anyway, so, yeah. Aww. That's okay. a real story. Anything she says here, <laughs> pinch of salt. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to, well, moral of the story, keep calling. Call your mom and dad, guys. <laughs> and be a decent human being. Okay, so we're going to go on to the Adela Wars, represented by Dami, who's here. Um, so Dami, do you, I mean, now I don't know if we can truly vet oh, well, this is the, the accuracy of the story. <laughs> but <laughs> just, okay. Okay. My husband oh, great. Was, okay. It was around when everything happened. But, Fantastic. Um, my story is my story. So <laughs> <laughs> you guys can see totally later. So basically what happened, I had known him for a while, but not personally, just around. Oh, one of those guys, I think they're so cool. Oh, hey, I went to Imperial College. Hey, I'm in IT. Hey, whatever. So I just knew him and his friends and Mr. Will Smith here, which is what he was called then. <laughs> he was London's Will Smith. So um, there were all these cool guys, really feeling cool. I'm just like, whatever. I'm just all about Jesus, you know. <laughs> so that was my P. <laughs> um, anyhow, so, um, so we would have like, with my church, we'd have all these events, singles events. I'd invite him and his friends. Sometimes they would come, sometimes they wouldn't come. So I just knew that all those guys are need Jesus, like, they have a bit of Jesus, but they really need Jesus, <laughs> you know, so I was really feeling like the righteous one. Anyhow, um, so we went for a wedding in Dubai, and um, a mutual friend's wedding, and somehow we sat next to each other and just started talking, like, the day before the wedding. So it was really cool, I was like, oh, and he was like, you're not as high for looting as you put out and <laughs> I'm like, well you're not as shallow as I thought you <laughs> You know? So like okay, okay, okay. So we spoke, got to know each other, whatever. And then when I go back to Lagos, I remember calling Le and I was like, Oh, please, I met this guy, we've been talking, whatever, I know him. But you know, just be objective. I know he's your friend, but just be objective. What do you think and everything? They're like, who was his name? I'm like, I need you to be objective. Was his name? Tolu Adela was like, ah, <laughs> that's my guy. <laughs> but he was like, mm, damn it, I'll tell you the truth, child. He's not deep like you. So if, <laughs> if that's what you're looking for, <laughs> don't just. You know, take it. I said, yeah, but you know, he said, no, he's a Christian, he's a good guy. But this one that you yell is in charge, he's not like that. I'm like, what does that mean? Anyway, whatever, shall we're talking, I'm just getting to know him. He said, he's a decent guy, I can vouch for him, he's a great guy, whatever. So I said, okay. So we continued talking, and um, I'll just tell you to lose sight of the story. So apparently, that day he got home and he told his family, I've met my wife. Oh. Yeah. No, when he comes, ask him. But anyway. I'll <laughs> ask him. <laughs> so he said he met his wife. But from my side, I was still thinking, okay, does he love me? Does he not? Whatever. But he was living in London. So he used to come to Lagos sometimes for work, sometimes to visit, and we'd hang out. And so that went on for a while. So what really stood out for me about Tolu was, first of all, a lot of people, I, you know, I had this habit of always reaching out to people to ask, look, do you know this guy? I'm getting to know him. What do you think? And 
Tolu's story was just consistent. Everyone said he's a man of integrity, he's a great guy, he's this, he's that. Yes, at the time, he likes his parties and all, but he's a good guy and all that. Well-founded, great family and all. So his story was consistent. I even had, I'm not advising this, I spoke to an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, yeah, no, my due diligence was deep, you know. Wow. Then, <laughs> you know, yes, why did you guys break up? What happened? Blah, blah. <laughs> I did, I did, I did. Anyhow, then, look, this is my life. I'm about to give my life to somebody. Then, um, you know, obviously, I prayed about it. I guess we'll talk about that later. Um, and yeah, so, but as the relationship progressed, I, you know, for me, I've never met anyone like him. His heart is just unique, and that's till date. His heart, there's no one that has a heart like to you in the world. He's so, like, what you see is what you get. He's so genuine. He wills bad for nobody. He's just it, you know. So, um, yeah, that's, he's the real deal. Nothing, no fake, no nothing. Just what you see is what you get. So, yeah, that's our love story in a nutshell. Fantastic. I mean, this is really awkward because I'm just like, whoever does due diligence on anyone here, it better be good, guys. It better be good. <laughs> okay, so now we're taking it to the Agua days. And um, Pastor Femi, could you please tell us the real story? Okay. Um, so this was um, final year in Ife. Just came back from IT industrial attachment. So went for final year. So um, came to school. Okay, I was a club boy. So okay. <laughs> Prince. So we spent. <laughs> so we spent the better half of the day either sleeping, hanging out, and later part of the evening in girls' hostel. All right. So we went to <laughs> Mozambique Hall. <laughs> <laughs> so we went looking for the jam bites that just landed in school. So I had heard this. Um, the truth story now. Ah. So... Um, so she had a sister that I was friends with, her brother as well was in school then. Um, and that the sister had always been, oh, this fine girl, this fine girl, this fine girl. So when we got back to school, I heard our junior sister is not in school. I said, eh, ah. uh, let's go to. <laughs> I said, eh. And then our sister was dating a pastor in school. So I was just like, I oh, know this one, what's your hook? So. <laughs> I mean, uh, today, today they're married, they're living good. Thank God for that. So anyway, we went to the girls' hostel, Mozambique Hall. We were just there. So I think we had, uh, I, I can't remember exactly, but I remember going to her room because her room was quote and unquote where all the, <laughs> where all the hot girls were. <laughs> so we... <laughs> <laughs> True story now. So we got there. Uh, so they introduced me. Okay, this is Wimba. Okay, hello, how are you? Fine, she was still forming. All of them were forming. And then, uh, you know, as club boys, you cannot wash yourself now. So we excused ourselves from their rooms. 
Apparently, I don't know if she had been eyeing me. She didn't even tell me. Anyway, later I had just that she was asking about me. Who is that one? No, no, no. Due diligence again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are one or two other guys. I mean, yes, I was a club boy in school, but you know, you know, one of those club boys that is a church boy. <laughs> um, it's like you're in good company. <laughs> they told us. <laughs> so where we where we have parties, where where we're gathering for parties, I'm the one that will stand up and say, "Let's pray." When we're about to hit the road at 12 midnight, I'm the one that will say, yeah, everybody, pack. Let's pray. When we are coming back at 5 a.m., I'm the one that will say, yeah, everybody, wait. Let's pray. You, you are drunk. Get out. You. This. And again, I guess, okay, I, so I, I never really drank. I tried it once. It was horrible. I puked, vomited, messed myself up. So I never tried it. So it, it doesn't go well with my system. So I was always the same one whenever we went out partying. Uh, so long and shorts we started okay well there were one or two other boys like this that were chasing her that were trying to court her but she did her due diligence she knew that this was the right guy i mean i didn't really chase her that much i just <laughs> true story now i was a club boy i was hot anyway so yeah, we started dating. Um, so that was my final year. That was her first year in school, and so we got out. Well, I got out of school the first year. She cried her heart out when I was leaving school. Yes or no? True story. True story. <laughs> anyway, two nights. Anyway, so um, got out of school. Started working. I think I struggled briefly when I got out of school because, of course. She's in school, I'm at work, student, no lectures. She calls you at 12 midnight, I'll be 12 noon. You, yeah, under the table, someone's uh, looking for a network cable that is missing. <laughs> and then somebody's calling you, like, hello. I say, hey, hi, what's up? Like, I'm fine. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> so we struggled with that for a while, um, then went on. She then eventually went to law school and uh, picked her up from the airport, from law school, proposed to her at the airport. Wow. And that was it. Oh, bless. <laughs> okay. So we've heard all the love stories from the U.S. to the U.K., Dubai, London, Mozambique Hall, <laughs> Ife. But now we're all in Lagos. And they're all married. So... <laughs> So we're going to flip the script a little, and Dami, we know that there's nothing that you wish you knew before you got married, because you knew everything. Your due diligence was serious. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't that. work like that. Okay, all right. So, um, okay, I guess we'll start with Pastor Felicia. What do you wish you knew before you got married? What's one thing <laughs> that you wish you knew before you got married? Many things. Okay, well, top so many. top two. <laughs> Gosh, um, top two things that I wish I knew before I got married. Hmm. Okay, first thing, it's not really, it's kind of marriage related, but it's also like personal. I wish that I knew that I should have saved more. So I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, I feel like when you're single, 
and you are and you're living life like you almost how do i put it like there's a way that you don't really think about so you think about getting married and all that but you don't really think about the costs of life <laughs> you know <laughs> life is expensive you know so i mean you know you know having kids and you know just all the different expenses that go with being an adult you know so i feel like there's like a fairy taleish um there's almost like a whole imagination and a whole like life that people build around a fairy tale, right? Like where you just feel like, oh, you just gonna you just fall in love, you get married, live happily ever after. Yeah, there's a lot of adult responsibilities that go with that. So I feel like that's not something that I really like processed properly. Um, maybe maybe also because of how old I was when I got married. Maybe if I was in my 30s, maybe I would have been a bit more, you know, in that zone. Um, what else do I wish I knew before I got married? How old are you? I forgot he 28. Yeah. Um what else? The other thing I wish I knew that I now know very well. Mm. <coughs> I wish I knew that it's possible to have Holy Spirit amnesia. Because you see, when you get married, <laughs> you know how they say that you should forgive and forget. So you know how like the Bible says um speaks a lot about forgiveness. Mm. I feel like you don't really understand the true meaning of forgiveness until you get married because your spouse will annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> your spouse will actually annoy you. Preach. And you will also annoy your spouse. Preach and louder. Feel, yeah, and some of the things that you guys do to annoy each other, some of them, you know, this is why I don't believe that anybody should go on reality TV with their marriage. Because when you have forgotten, when you've had amnesia, when Holy Spirit has helped you, not alcohol or drugs, when Holy Spirit has helped you forget, then you now watch last season. You know, I remember, ah, this guy did these things to me. I will deal with you. Meanwhile, you had actually forgotten, but you know, the television is reminding you because it was the last season and they are doing the reruns and all that, you know. So I wish I knew that reruns should not coin marriage. Just leave it. Once Holy Spirit has helped you, just kind of move on from it. Because I feel like, I mean, offense is part of life. Sorry, there's one more thing. Sure, I have to add this one. Sorry, I know you said two, but just three. One more thing that's really, really big. I wish I knew that there's nothing wrong with fighting. Now, mm. now I like fighting. I, I think fighting is very, very... Yes, fighting is healthy. No way. <laughs> Let me laugh. <laughs> fighting is healthy. So, you know, I feel like when I was growing up, like in my mind, fighting is conflict and it's bad. Oh, my God, you shouldn't fight. Everything should just be fine. But fighting is good because nobody... I mean, it's impossible for two people to... Even your siblings, you fight with them. Your parents, you... I mean, I started at my mom half the time. Like, mommy, really? And I came out of her womb. I'm like, mommy, are you really saying that, you know? So I feel like I wish that... I knew that fighting was healthy mm -hmm. and that it's just about fighting fair mm -hmm. and you know getting to the point where two of you just learn to adjust to each other you know mm -hmm. what i mean there's nothing wrong with fighting nothing wrong with conflict mm -hmm. you know as long as you guys are doing it fair and you're not you know calling each other names and doing all kinds of strange mm -hmm. strange things yeah that's fantastic so the three f's fight well forgive and finances that's good good yeah Okay, so Pastor Tolu, um, we know your love story, so we'll just move on. <laughs> um, so before you got married, oh, thinking about what do you wish you knew before you got married? <laughs> so... I think the first thing I would say is also what Felicia said in terms of finances. Mm -hmm. So there's a way you think you have savings <laughs> and then get married. <laughs> and you know you just had a piggy bank. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> so, so there's a way I could have planned better. 
right? Knowing what I know now, um, financial or financially. Um, secondly, it's interesting Felicia is mentioning this too. So when my parents fought, they always sort of did it behind closed doors. Uh, when Dami's parents fought, they did it in front of her. <laughs> so we're used to different forms of conflict. So the first fight we had, you know, it was very confrontational and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> and you know, so I, I, I no market woman type, you know, just WrestleMania type, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> However, I think as Felicia said, it's not necessarily the w worst thing in the world, but for me, because I, w I didn't grow up that way, it was very, it was a shocker. And it was very difficult to process for a little while. Um, just trying, I thought, you know, maybe this is the end of the whole thing. But ideally, I think it made us stronger, right? Um, we don't fight as much anymore, I think because God has entered her finally. Entered her. Entered her, yes. <laughs> the spirit of God has walked this way. It's taken. Um, finally, I think. Um, Can I talk? No, no, no. I think finally it's about planning. So when you're single, you plan, at least for a guy, you or at least for me, you plan and you think, yes, I'll get married, I'll have children. They're almost like add-ons, you know, to your plan. But the reality is when you're married, your plans really are, are different. You know, you're planning with other people to consider, you're planning together, you're planning, and it's, it's a different way to plan. And you have to learn that, or at least you have to try and learn that before going in because once you get married, it's no more one track, my plan. It's now everybody's plan. In fact, your plan might even go to the back burner as yeah. long as, you know, the joint plan actually, you know, works. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Learning how to plan, very key. All right, so you can finally speak. <laughs> so is there anything that you wish you knew before you got married? In addition to what they've said. Mm. Okay, I wish I knew or somebody actually taught me. I wish somebody actually taught me how um, to prepare for pregnancies. Yeah. Yeah, like, not, not the, <laughs> like, run, run me through. This is how the first aid can be. This is how you can be. And your husband has to do this. Your husband has to do that. I wish somebody ran me through all of that. Mm. Because my first pregnancy was horrible. It took the grace of God in the first four months for him not to run away. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was sick all over the place. Mm. I, I was so easily irritated. Like, I wouldn't even want to touch him. Like, I wouldn't even want to move clothes, all those things. Nobody told me. They said, get married, ah, children, like, next week, <laughs> twins, you know, <laughs> all those things. It's, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. I mean, not for everybody. Depends on your body type, yeah. Um, also, I wish I learned early to easily, as opposed to what they've all said, easily learn to forgive, like, like easily put things past me. Because when we're dating in school, like, if we have any little arguments, I want to establish the fight, like, we are fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're fighting. Why are you coming to check me today? <laughs> we, <laughs> we argued yesterday, so, yeah. <laughs> I'll run away from my hostel, like, I'll go to my sister's room, just somewhere that I won't find me, just to establish the fight, <laughs> you know? But he frustrated me with um, maturity. Obviously, I was in 100 level, I was in 500 level. He wouldn't let me fight. <laughs> yeah. 
So it would so we'll just have an <laughs> argument. <laughs> so we'll just have an argument a day before and I'm I really want to fight. I'm telling my friends we're fighting. And then he shows up at my door. I'm like, guy, we are fighting. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And I, I wish I learned that I wasn't that bad. Yeah. As in I'm I'm with this guy forever. So you can easily as long as as much as the offenses come, just learn to forget easily. It's easier for you. Yeah. yeah. I think by the second year of my marriage, I learned that. He didn't have time for fights. <laughs> like, he moves on, like, now. Yeah. So sometimes I actually move out of the space, like, go to the room, so that we have, like, two hours of... We are fighting. Yeah, of we are fighting, <laughs> yeah. But he doesn't acknowledge it. He moves on quickly. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, oh. that's it. Okay, that's great. Fantastic. Okay, so I think the panel represents over 20 years. I think they said over 20 years of marriage collectively, collectively, collectively. Um, and as, you know, the single person on the panel, I really feel like it's my duty to ask, like, what, what are the benefits of marriage in your experience? Why get married? So Dami said she was happy, loving Jesus. I believe most of us, many of us, are happy, single, you know. <laughs> but you're all married, and you're clearly happily married. So in your experience, what are the benefits that you've experienced in marriage? Okay, <clears throat> I'm going to be very honest. Alea is probably going to play this back for me for the rest of my life. But it's okay. <laughs> marriage actually makes you better. Yeah, it takes a while for you to accept it when you're not, you know, like trying to prove a point and establish <laughs> establish <laughs> fights like bimbo are fighting. But for me, I think what marriage has really done for me is I think it's really shown me my myself. So you know, you know, you, you live your life. You know, you're, you're with your parents. You know, your siblings. You fight, but you know, like you don't really have a choice. Like your parents are your parents. Your siblings are your siblings. They can't really escape you. You know, and then you get married to somebody that, even if you dated for 25 years, like, you guys are different people from different families and different everything. And I think what then starts to happen is, let me give you an example. Let me take this one. Thank you. Um, so this whole emotional thing that Leah was talking about earlier, thank God he even already said it, you know. So yeah, I mean, ordinarily, I'm not a very, by nature, I'm not a very emotional person, you know. And so... When we had our first daughter, our first daughter is really emotional. <laughs> like, I look at her sometimes and I'm like, did, you, did I give birth to you? Like, you know that I know I carried you in my womb. She is the complete opposite of me and she's very expressive, you know? Like, she'll look into your eyes and be like, mommy, I love you so much. I want to be just like you. Wow. Mommy, I love your dress. And I'm like, like those kind of things, like they, on a normal day, they, they bother me. I'm like, why are you, why are you saying that to me? Like, but you know, she's my daughter and I gave birth to her. So like, I can't, I, I, I can't say don't say that. Like, what do you say to a child? I can say don't say that. So, uh, you know what I say stuff? I'm like, I, I love you too. Wow. Ale is like, he's cracking up in the background. Like, <laughs> You know, and he's like, can you see, see yourself, see your life? You know, so for me, I think there's so many things about myself that were not great, that marriage has helped me realize. And the, the thing also about God is, whatever he wants you to learn, you will learn it by force. So for me, with that emotional thing, like my, my child, my firstborn child is emotional. So the things that 
I, so I have a sister that's very emotional, and I used to just be like, you know, what's wrong with you? One day she wrote me a letter that I mean, I hate her. I'm like, are you, like, are you okay? <laughs> but now I have a child that is really emotional and really expressive, and I have to nurture the emotions and manage it, you know. So that's good. I'm like, Leh. she said this, and he's like, you know. So for me, I feel like marriage actually helps you, honestly, you know. If you're married to a decent person by God's grace, who, who has your best interest at heart, you know. And if you can just have the humility to not always argue, because it's actually a humility thing. You don't have to be humble. If the humble part, you're not great. You're, you're not all that. Do you understand? None of us is. You know, all of us are work in progress. So for me, honestly, I really have to say that Leah has made me a much better person. Oh. And ah. in addition to that, um, Leah compliments a lot of things that I'm really bad at. Before, that used to upset me because you know he would say you didn't do this, and I'll be like obsessed. Now I'm like, thank God for you. I didn't do it. I'll be ah, thank God for the day that you. <laughs> Propose to me and you marry me because I didn't do it. But hey, you're here, right? Like you did it. That's great. <laughs> Join us now because it's not also about who did what. It's about oneness, you know, and together being better together, you know. Oh, I won't. <laughs> okay, so my question is... It's the same question. Same thing. <laughs> okay, so for me, marriage, I, I mean, I'm such a big advocate of marriage. I, I, I tell my sister, <laughs> I've, I've never once wished I was single. Why? You know, like, never. I have never once said, hey, how I, I miss my single day. No. Not even on the worst days of my life. We've had really bad days. I've never, you know, like, the end of my fight today, but to leave not that bad now, you know. At least we have each other. It, it's, it's just such a great idea. Like, there are times when, you know, being honest, I've asked myself, you know, at, when we're, I'm really angry at him, why did I marry you? Do you know how many guys are chasing me? That sort of, I've asked myself, why are you, whatever. But I've never questioned why am I married. I think marriage is a fantastic idea. I like that I have a a powerful life, you know, like you fight, you make up, someone that's always rooting for you, someone that, you know, it's just like, I mean, I grew up with siblings, I grew up with three sisters, so I had that, so marriage for me is an even deeper form of that, because obviously there's now the physical expression of that, there's the fact that you can have children together, there's, you know, so I really, really enjoy having a companion, a companion that you can share everything with. Um, for me, that's been the most amazing thing, that power, party for life, mm -hmm. you know, whatever happens. I know that this person, even if I mess up, he won't tell me in public, he'll yeah. tell me at home. In public, he'll tell me I'm the best. <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know, I really enjoy that. The other thing is, yeah, like Felicia said, there's a, there's a thing, like there's someone that can finally tell you that, look, or, you know, if they don't even tell you, you confront yourself and say, this, yeah. this is not the way things should be done, mm -hmm. do you understand? Because at the end of the day, you're not really living for yourself alone anymore. Yeah. You're building something bigger than both of you. And there's a lot of dying to self that happens to make that bigger vision come to pass. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. so the, you know, I think marriage, marriage humbles you. It makes mm -hmm. you less selfish, yeah. less self-focused. Let's not even, children is another level, level of, of humility. Yeah. But we'll come back to that later. <laughs> okay. For me, marriage is synergy. 
Mm. It's like, it's powerful. It's two people coming together to, <laughs> to do what you wouldn't ordinarily do by yourself. For me, marriage is just awesome. Like, what would I do without this guy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I have ideas, and I'm not even able to flesh it out myself. I just say it. I want to do this like I can procrastinate for everybody here. <laughs> 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 I want to do this now. Yeah. Once you tell my husband you want to do it, if you're not ready, don't mention it. Okay. But once you say it, you will start it tomorrow. <laughs> Checklist is a checklist kind of person. I'm very all over the place. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not put together. Is that for the short story? <laughs> <I'm a laughs> so I'm, <coughs> I'm not put together at all. He's like all together, put together. You know, I just have the ideas. I say one, two, three things, and then I just leave it. I can go for weeks. What's up? What have you done? Have you checked them? Like, no, I've not. You know, so it will do all the research. Like, equips me with all, everything I need. Like, just feed it to me, yeah. and say, you know what, do this. So I don't know <laughs> what I would do without having a partner like that. Mm -hmm. So it's it's strength, like leveraging on the other person's strengths. Yeah. You know, it's not hundred percent. There's some things I help you with as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Just to add that. Okay. Yeah, but what marriage is awesome. Trust me. It's awesome. It's not even as scary as people make it seem. Yeah. <laughs> it's challenging. It teaches you a lot of things. It teaches you tolerance. It teaches you selflessness. Mm -hmm. It teaches you humility. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like all that I want to fight. So I'm just, when we argue, I'm like, okay. Tomorrow I know that we're back to normal. Yeah. So synergy is yeah. the biggest thing for me in marriage. Sorry, let me just piggyback on something she said. Go about for it. Marriage being not as scary as people say. I had a big phobia of marriage. Like I was really afraid of getting married. Mm. And I think I had a fear of marrying the wrong person. I had a fear that, and you know, my friend's marriage was not, is not so bad. It's normal, they fight, as he said in public. <laughs> 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 but they make up, you know, they're, they're still together by God's grace. So, you know, it's real. It's, you, they fight, everybody knows, they make up, everybody knows. So, <laughs> so I don't know where I got that fear from. I just, I was just really afraid. And I think that was what spurred on some of my due diligence as well, which was good. Yeah. Please do DD, right? But I think my one was extra. Like, I was just like, I, <laughs> I just, I just, wait. I just, I just could not, I just, he knows though, because I think she now called him. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But the point is, looking back, like that question you asked about what I wish I knew, honestly, I would not have been as scared as I was. And I would, I would, you know, I would not have worried as much as I did. I might at 31. And I look back and for me, that's God. Who said Jesus Christ? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go to the corner over there, please? <laughs> No, it's allowed because I just believe that there's a time for everybody. Mine was 31, you know, and it's perfect for me, right? I, I won't have it any other way. You want me to be 24. I'm happy for you, you know. So, <laughs> but, you know, like, I, I just want everyone to know that it will happen at the perfect time. And when it does, it will be beautiful. What I regret at those times I spent worrying is a waste of time. Waste of time. 
every minute I spent worrying, where is he, when is he, is this a waste of time? So that for me is what I wish I knew, that yeah. God has it more than I know. Yeah. Don't worry. No, that's great. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> no, that was actually really good. Don't worry, guys. All the single people in the house, don't worry. All right, so it's funny, because one of the questions here was whether or not there's an ideal age to get married, and now we know there's no ideal age, so if you're 25 like me, it's all right. If you're, how old are you, please? <laughs> if you're 20s or your 30s, it's all good. You know, God has your time all sorted. Um, so the very last question before Okay, so this is going to be the very last question or the very last set of questions that we t uh, throw through the panel. Um, so what's one thing that you did, Dami, we know you did due diligence, um, <laughs> but what's one thing that you did that you now see is actually helping you in your marriage now? So whether it's something that you did personally or something that you did together as a couple, what's one thing that you did that you're very happy that you did before you got married? For us, I think is um, the friendship. Yeah. yeah, we've kept it going for forever. For we've been together for how many years? Fifteen years. Yeah, so we did it for like seven years, and we're married for eight years. So all together is fifteen years. We've been friends from the beginning. We party together, do everything together. So even now that we are born again and everything, we still do everything together. Mm. You get so then we we'll club together. Now we come to church together. We hang out together, we do everything together. It's the friendship that I know that I do. I'm happy about the friendship we established before the marriage <coughs> and the one we still have while we're married. Yeah, that's one thing I can straight for anything, the friendship. Okay. Yeah. okay, so they were friends. Very, very important. Okay. Okay, for us, I think what we did that was very important was um, I think we're very honest with each other in the beginning, especially when it came to like our genotype issues. Um, so we have one of those genotype issues where obviously you know that when you're going to go into a marriage. No, like, anyway, genotype condition. Not compatible, essentially. You know, okay. <laughs> oh. Thank you, PFP. <laughs> so basically, it was important because we knew that there was going to be some challenges when it came to having children, mm. um, going into marriage. And so we were prepared for that. And obviously we prayed for that at least um, the best I could pray at that time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she, she prayed a lot. Um, I prayed the best I could. Um, but I think it was something we were prepared to go into. So there were no surprises when we got into marriage. And obviously there were one or two challenges around that area. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad because obviously we did it together. Yeah. Right? We have two beautiful children. Um, two, just two beautiful children. <laughs> no, no, and that's it. <laughs> um, okay, so writing off what Tolu said, um, I remember she was living in Nigeria, I was in England. I remember I came in the morning, 5 a.m. I'm not sure if I went home or uh, parents' house and I would say my uncle were close to each other. And she came, said, we're going for a ride. I said, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the morning, in the morning, 11 at 5 a.m. 
I'd barely slept because I got in the car, she was driving, where are we going? So we're going to get your blood group. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, okay. <laughs> Literally, I was, I was like, I was like, okay. I'm scared of needles. I don't do needles, but I was like, okay. Did you do HIV? She made me do HIV. <laughs> Before we started dating. <laughs> Due diligence. Wow. No, 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 we didn't do that. But for me, I didn't like, I didn't like needles or anything. But point was like, I just landed and you didn't tell me and you're dragging me to go and get pricked and whatnot. No shit. If this is your final, uh, whatever, no palaver, you know. So. Like, you know, they say it's good because it helps, you know, with planning and whatnot in the future. So one of the things for me was um, we, we, we had people that we were sort of, we are accountable to, accountable to. So I, I looked at her, I saw people that she, re she respects, you respect, you know, that she talks to and look up to. She saw people in my life as well that, were, you know, were similar, um, had similar positions in my life as well. So you have to have people that you can actually drag her too, or she would drag you to and say, this person is calling you. Even you, from work, you drop everything you're doing. You know that this person is calling you for a reason. Mm -hmm. Go and talk to this person too. You have to have you know people in your life where you know, you're accountable to, that can talk to you and call you to order if they need to or cancel you. you know, so that was very, very, very important to me. And we had that on both sides. Yeah. If For me, I, th I feel like if you don't have people that you're accountable to, outside of church, you know, um, she can go off, you know, the handle. I can try to say, you know, I mean, my mom called me. I'm like, don't call me again. You know, very easy, very easy. I will just block her. Get We're four boys, so no, 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 no women. So zero emotions. Why are you stressing me? You know, block. Don't call me. Finish. Wow. But when one uncle calls you, and you say, lay, just, just, just go around. She, you know, so have people in your life that you're accountable to that you can sort of talk to, not necessarily report to you, but at least can go to for cancer outside of church. Yes, have church as well, but at the same time, have people outside of that as well that you can sort of relate to and understand each other. I mean, we got counseling in Lagos, in London. In we, I like this, their international everybody love. Was, <laughs> everybody was talking, you know? So, not that, you know, you would say, well, I'm going to call this person to just scare you, but you know that you, know, you can go to these people for advice, counsel, and, you know, general um, put together. Very important. Yeah. That's great. So I just want to. No, please. Okay. Okay. So um. I, so one thing that I'm glad that I did, like as a person, is I'm glad that I dated. I dated other people. Um. How many boyfriends? I did. Okay. Good. So my personality type. <laughs> no. So you know what my personality type? Like I remember I dated a guy when I was 21, and he wanted to get married, and I broke up with him because I was like married 21 my plan for my life so lola and i joke a lot we're opposites when it comes to some things you know lola was you know lola is a certain way and i'm just like okay you're crazy i'm just joking um, but the point is like i ran away from the guy because i was like i'm not ready to get married like i'm 21 i just finished university i have, I have a whole world ahead of me i need to you know i need to i need to explore i need to work i need to get a master's you know i need to establish myself but that's me you know so i'm really glad that i did because what that then does for you, if you have my kind of personality, is that you then really value an amazing person when the person comes. So like he was saying earlier, um, 
when I when I actually met him, I was dating somebody else, as in full on. True, dating. he actually said he that. said it. No, I was full on dating somebody, and that's why I was avoiding him. So my story about mommy and daddy was actually not true. It was all because he won't stop calling me, and I thought to myself, what can I tell him that will make him get? Because if I start talking to my boyfriend, chances are he'll be like a hey, hand because he was on a mission. So I, I I'm like, if I say mom and dad, perhaps maybe it did it work? You know. But for me, I think. It really made me value him and a lot of you know wonderful things that you know he is and about him. And I think even like on those days when you want to, when you're rolling your eyes and thinking, like she said, like why, why, like who did I offend, you know, <laughs> and all that. You know, in the back of your mind that this is an amazing person, and you've actually dated other people, so you know that this is an amazing person, as opposed to you feeling like you know, you were forced, or like, oh, I just didn't have a choice, or, oh, I was so young. Because, I mean, I know people who feel like they were so young, they got married, and now they feel like, oh, there was something I could have explored. Listen, there's nothing out there. That's just the God on the street. Ooh, I know that for sure. Not that I've been around like that. Do you understand? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Timoni. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't mean around like that. It's okay, that. Timoni. I'll get you after this. But the point <laughs> is just that there's a way that you know that mm-hmm. this is an amazing person. And I think it's important for you to establish that in your heart. You know, I don't feel like you're being rushed into mm-hmm. something. There's no age. In fact, sorry, I know you didn't ask me this, but that age matters. See, I'm so big on this age thing. Honestly, there's, there is no age for getting married. Mm-hmm. I know people that got married old, that got married young, and they're not together. Like, Record that for your parents, There guys. is no age. In fact, I think that... I think that what is important is for you to know yourself before you get married. I think a lot of people get married and they don't really know themselves and they want a completion. So, sorry, I have to say this. Somebody once said to me that, oh, they are looking for a person that's going to complete them. If one guy was this, he said that to me, I bust out laughing. I said, you want me to complete you? I'm not the only spirit. I'm here I go. I can't complete anybody. I'm trying to complete myself. But the point is, like, nobody can complete you. Just, like, it's not possible. It's not a puzzle that somebody's going to complete you. Oh, you know, Apple cut perfectly, just put together, complete. No, that's a lie. Um, the only person that can complete you is God, and that's God and his truth. And I think people need to understand that before they get into marriage, because you feel like this guy is going to take away all your problems, and, oh, when you're having a bad day and you look at him, oh, it's all going to be great. Please, people, m- moms on the stage, is that the case? No. That's not the case? No, girl, oh that's not God. the case, you know? So I think just, you know, just that, re- no, you know, it's not scary. It's just a reality. Like, you need to be yourself. Like, you need to establish who you are. So don't go into marriage thinking somebody is going to fix your self-esteem or fix, it's not going to happen. Yeah. It can be fixed during marriage, like, with the help of God and other things, but it's not that person. That person is not Jesus Christ. Okay, so I just wanted to top what they've said. Um, I think what we did was, well, what that I felt we did together that helped um, us getting ready to get married was our marriage counseling. Our marriage counseling took like forever. I think it took us about eight months or something like that. Wow. It was rigorous every It's like Sunday. a master's degree, no? I think yeah. so. <laughs> so it was, yeah, I think it was, it was really long. It's about six months or something. Every Sunday after church, about three hours every something like that so it was very intense very very we fought so i think it was during that period that i realized you know that okay i can actually cope with this person um yes cope (laughs) so um tested my tolerance level okay okay because ideally if the things that are being discussed during that um those sessions if you guys actually try them out or have honest conversations, you would have some sort of disagreements and it would begin to show you, ah, hey, 
<laughs> you're not surprised that Kilagbe Kilaju, what's going on? <laughs> you know, so, but I think it was a, it was, it, for me, I think it was very important. And I always try and encourage anybody that is going into any relationship to, you know, put enough time out to go through that counseling thing. It doesn't have to be in church, but like Lale said, you can have it with, you know, model couples that you know have been together for a long period of time and they'll sit you down and tell you the truth. This is it. It doesn't have to be Bible. Or it, this is what is happening. Uh, and, it, you know, you can take it like that. So I think that was quite important. Okay. Final thing on that point. Your music only makes me want to talk more. <laughs> <laughs> Continue, please. So um, <laughs> I'm joking. Just one last point. Just what I, yeah. So you mentioned what we did, which was honestly really key. Um, but the other thing I think I did personally, one of the things I value the most that I did before I got married was, and I guess this may sound a bit cliche, but for me it was honestly developing my own relationship with God. It has been so helpful, like, you know, knowing not just, and I'm just talking about going to church, knowing God for myself. Because when we, we have had challenges, when we have gone through things, that for me has been a source of strength not just for me at times, sometimes for both of us, you know, and it's just replaceable, knowing that I have got to ask those questions. There are some things in mind that you can't even tell anybody, you know, it's just both of you that you decide to deal with it. You just need God to direct you. There's some things that don't have precedent. God is doing a new thing with you guys. Who are you going to go to? So I'm so glad that, you know, that not only did I have a personal relationship with God, my husband developed a relationship with God. And together we could seek God together and separately and come back together and affirm the fact that one Holy Spirit, one answer, one direction, and, and push for It's invaluable. I can't, for me, that's number one. So valuable. Fantastic, man. I mean, I could be here all evening. Um, guessing more tips and hacks and tricks, but we have to go as we know. So um, thank you all so much for being on this panel. I personally have learned a ton. I wish I was taking notes, but hopefully there'll be the recording so I can listen to this again. But thank you all so much. You are role models of very happy, healthy, wholesome marriages that some of us can aspire to. So thank you so, so much. Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.